Hello, this is Ann Teagarden and welcome to the Unveiled podcast. I am very excited that I have with us today the author of the book we've been going through for women only. I have Shanti Feldon here. Thank you so much, Shanti, for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm delighted. I was so excited when I heard what you, what you were doing. So I'm Good. delighted. I think a lot of um, people that have been listening have told me they've gotten a lot of insights uh, that's helping their marriage. And so I was just wondering, what kind of feedback have you gotten from this book? I know it's been out for a little while. What kind of feedback have you been getting? You know, it, it's really interesting. I, for me, the reason I wrote the book is because I was so surprised <laughs> by what I was hearing about men in these interviews and eventually in the surveys and seeing how much of a difference it made for my relationship. But the, the feedback that I've been getting over the years since it first came out is basically the, I wish I'd known this before I got married, right? It's, it's the, you know, maybe my husband doesn't fit all of these things because, you know, nobody's going to, it's always 75% here or 67% there or whatever. Right. Um, but, but to be able to go, wow, that's like a starting point for a conversation that I wouldn't even have known we needed to have. And um, so that type of feedback has mm -hmm. been so encouraging. I, the, the first email that I got, this is sort of some inside information, but the very first email that I got when For Women Only was first published years ago, it was on day one, and it must have been somebody who like worked in a bookstore or something. Um, and because I think it actually maybe came the day before the book was released. And it was one line and it was anonymous mm -hmm. and it said I got a divorce five years ago and now I know why oh wow and I thought if we can prevent these mm -hmm. tragically unnecessary split ups from happening just because we don't understand each other right wow I I'm so grateful for the chance to be part of that so Definitely. And I think for the people listening and for myself, you know, maybe not every chapter was that aha moment, but there was at least one, two, three that were, oh, aha. And yeah. I've even found myself understanding, oh, that's why we just had this argument because of something I learned from your book. So now I understand what was misinterpreted, you know, from myself. And so, yeah, it's yeah. Been, been great. Um, what's one thing that people tend to misunderstand about the book that you'd like to clarify? Um, probably one of the biggest things, because there's any, any book, any resource, there's always misunderstandings, right? right. <laughs> um, probably one of the biggest ones that, um, it's one of the reasons actually we put out a new edition of the book to try to clarify this, but still misunderstood, is the whole visual chapter about men being visual, mm -hmm. about, because I know I say this, like, specifically, but when somebody is having a hard time with this information and maybe their husband is struggling with things. It's really important for me to keep saying over and over, um, this is not your responsibility. <laughs> you know, his actions are not your responsibility um, because you're responsible for you. He is responsible for him. Um, and yet it's about both sides, right? Because we have a similar, we have a parallel chapter in the book for men only mm -hmm. um, that helps men understand women in some parallel ways. In both cases, we are called 
if we're married, we are called to try to love and support one another mm -hmm. and, and share one another's burdens. Right. And so that's where it can be misunderstood as it's your responsibility to keep him from bad choices or keep him from sin, which of course is not the case at all. Right. Exactly. And, and then it's not, oh, well, if they are looking at porn, it's because of how they're wired. No, that's still. No. And that's another big mistake. There's about 12 of the big. <laughs> right. You know, and also like you pointed out, it's not a sin that they notice the woman, you know, so we don't have to get all jealous. And... And sin. Yeah. It's, it's interesting there that chapter there's several chapters that when we did the revised version of the book this is just a little behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. um i was really tempted to not include because <laughs> they can be misunderstood or because i get attacked mm -hmm. and yet i realized all the men were like please i need my wife to understand this and so it's so real and so important Mm -hmm. That And I knew that it was helping the majority, the vast majority of marriages. I hate the fact that there are misunderstandings. I spend a lot of extra time trying to correct those. But in the end, it, it is a huge, huge deal. Some of these things that are hard to hear, mm -hmm. really important for us to hear. Right. Yeah. Is there anything new you've learned since you've published the revised edition? Yes, um, we we learn a lot as we as we go um, for the different in the different studies that we've done. Um, one of the things that uh, was part of our second to last last um, study, I'm getting them mixed up. We had done um, big surveys of men in the two areas of marriage. And, and surveys of women too, but we're talking about men here, um, in the two areas of marriage that tend to cause arguments, which is sex and money. Yeah. And, um, and so one of those became the book Thriving in Love and Money. And mm -hmm. the other one is coming out um, in a few months called Secrets of Sex and Marriage. And man, there was a lot that I thought I knew about... <laughs> Mm -hmm. how my husband was thinking and how statistically men tend to think. And yet I, there was still a lot more. And, um, and so for example, one of the things in the money um, conversation is I hadn't quite recognized the depth of the, I hate to say it, kind of the fear and the burden of providing for the family. I hadn't even though that was a chapter right. and only, mm -hmm. I, I hadn't appreciated um, that it, it wasn't just a burden. It feels to a guy like he's standing on the edge of a cliff, like, and he's afraid of heights. And mm -hmm. he's like, you know, that feeling where you feel like you're going to be pulled over the edge of the cliff, even though that's silly, mm -hmm. but like, it's, a, it's like, it's almost inevitable. Like you're going to be pulled over and die. And so you back away from the edge. And I hadn't realized how much of a men often the response to money and providing for the family feels like that. And that's why they work the bazillion hours or whatever it is, because they're backing away from the edge of what feels like imminent disaster. Right. I just, I hadn't quite put together how um, common that was, so. 
I think that was one of the insights that hit me the most was understanding oh, interesting. of just how much that burden is on him. Whereas I'm kind of like, oh, we live by faith, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And so it made me understand, like you said, some of his choices um, in a better light. So, well, here's the, here's the interesting part, because again, that study was of men and women, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just men. And what men often don't realize is that we have a cliff too. Mm -hmm. And our cliff is just a different one. Like we feel like we really could be on the precipice of the kids not feeling loved because, <laughs> you know, we're always busy and running around or like, are they okay with their friends at school? Like, like their development, they're growing up and, oh my gosh, if they don't have anybody to sit with at lunch, it's going to scar them. And let's, we really need to invest. And you know, oh my gosh, we've had like four arguments in a row as, you know, with me and my spouse and we're really feeling distant. And this feels like I'm being pulled towards the edge of that cliff. And the guy's like, it's just an argument. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because that's not his cliff. Okay. And so what we're trying to do is back away from mm -hmm. the edge of the cliff by, you know, please, we need to spend more time together as a family or whatever it is that's what we're trying to do because we feel like it's a real risk and yeah. for him he feels truly like it's a real risk the, the family could financially die at any moment and we just don't realize <laughs> these feel like that to each other so yeah no I appreciate that and I, I look forward to those books because even the married couples we work with it's it's often sex and money yeah those seem yeah. to be two of the the biggest things um that and, and closeness you know just feeling lonely or or not understood and things um well i is there any particular thing that really changed your marriage in the midst of all of this research oh yeah oh yeah i mean i i the reason why it was so surprising i guess is that i was really dense i don't know i don't know see that yeah, I just didn't know these things. And like, oh my goodness, like the reason we kept having marriage issues is, I mean, again, it's not just on one person or the other, but from mm -hmm. my side of things is the reason he kept getting angry is that I kept teasing him in public mm -hmm. in front of people he wanted to respect him. And I'm like, you know, you don't, you've never been able to fix the kitchen in your life. Go call a plumber. Like right. I had no idea that I'm stabbing him through the heart. And so literally just having that eye opening, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. Lord, forgive me, Jeff, forgive me. <laughs> and trying to stop that, even though it's not perfect, mm -hmm. that dramatically has changed things. And then from his side, you know, we did the research for, for men only, and he has taken it to heart of what is it that I didn't know about me? What did mm -hmm. he not know about me? And so, um, yeah, it's made a huge difference. But honestly, I hate to say it, it would have dramatically changed our marriage, even if he had done nothing differently, just because I had no idea what I was doing every day. Yeah, and I think one of the things I realized is that we often have good intentions, like your teasing was not meant maliciously at all. Of course not. Right, and I, and I think that's the thing for women to understand is we're not trying to be malicious, but how is it taken? Just like sometimes a husband's teasing you about your body, he's not trying to be malicious and, and we, you know, go, why well, you can't. Yeah. So yeah, I think that those were some really good insights. I appreciate your time so much. And 
what are other ways that women can learn from your teaching? You've mentioned two books there. What are some other ways that they can follow you or other resources that you have? Well, I appreciate that. If you go on Shanti.com, which is my website, you'll see a bunch of other resources, including, by the way, the new book, the Thriving in Love and Money book is what it's okay. called. So the sex book is coming out in a few months, but that one's out. That's great. Well, thank you. And I assume you're on, are you on Facebook or any of those? Social yep, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of the above. So one of the things that might be helpful for people is that we have a weekly blog that is basically oh. just, here's some tips and new research and, you know, an article that with some practical like help. So if people are interested in that, they can sign up at Shanti.com. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Any last thing that you wanted to say to us? No, just I'm grateful that you're doing this. You're trying to help women walk through stuff in their relationships and, and their life. I'm really glad you are. And I'm honored that you would use my book. Yes, thank you. Any, any insights we can get? I think marriage is always just a process and we have to be paying attention to it. And I said, it's like plants. You don't water them, they die, you know? <laughs> exactly got to keep watering our marriage all the time so all right well thank you so much Shandi. it was a pleasure to meet you and speak with you today thanks so much all right bye-bye